The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Schmo Zone. This is episode 68. We are here in Las Vegas, the Schmo Zone Studios. I'm Dave Schmolenson, a.k.a. the Schmo. My co-host is... Helene with Helene Sports. And today's guests are some of our favorite people to chat with. We have Tim Welch, the head coach for Sugar Sean O'Malley. And we have Sugar Sean O'Malley right here in the flesh. Fight Week UFC 264. Guys came right off a private plane right here into the Schmo Zone Studios. We appreciate that. Thank you, Schmo. Helen? Thank you guys for coming on. But first off, when did that private jet life start for you? Today. Today? Yeah. What was that experience We're flying like? home regular, though. We'll put that out there right now. I, I'm like, it's Fight Week. I want to feel cool. I don't want to deal with any extra stress. I already got to cut weight. That sucks enough. Um... And uh, I was like, let's just get a little jet. Me, Tim, Tank, Brandon, the squad, fly over. And it was so nice. I literally don't want to fly any other way ever again. It was boom. You, We pulled up, got on, dipped. It was so nice. Felt a bit bougie, but it was super <laughs> fucking nice. It yeah. Really it's going to be so hard to sit in the regular mm. coach sheets ever again. <laughs> I know, especially Sunday when I'm fucking hungover. And Dude, I thought one of those jets would run about... Two fifty, three hundred thousand dollars. That one we were on two point eight million for that jet, and it was just like wow. an old school like fucking jet. They're expensive. Well, you know, you getting some ideas for maybe a couple years from now oh, investments. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a appreciating asset. Definitely not, but it's worth it. <laughs> I don't know if you can Airbnb it or not, or sleep on it. I think they do have <laughs> yeah. like services where you they're Airbnb like for like jets, private jets. There's what kind of company did you guys go through? <laughs> fucking remember just some random just one some but random. dude i was hoping it wasn't a scam when we showed up so it wasn't <laughs> i'm so fucking impressed about the studio and that you guys did it all yourself you didn't have like a design or anything and it's fucking pimp it looks dude. sick it was it was a lot of work we had some help here and there but uh it was it was uh it was a lot of work to put are this these together. sound things those Especially are sound the, things yeah. yeah sound things and i have to credit david because it was kind of his vision mm. and his color scheme mm. But I was, uh, but the the sign uh, that's Dane Gillen. He's my dad's business partner's son. Very creative with the woodwork. He's a woodsman. And then obviously we had some help with Travis Fletcher. He's helped us with all the audio engineering type stuff. But in terms of just the the layout design, I wanted to keep it as simple as possible. Make it feel like the schmo zone, mm -hmm. like a different atmosphere. So I don't know. No no internet we're operating on too. Freaking nice. And now you got freedom to just pop in whenever you guys want. Yeah. And extra room to live in just in case things go south. Of course, hundred <laughs> percent. That might actually end <laughs> yeah. up happening. But you guys have a great studio too. Yeah. It's just isn't this old shitty old school mall that's just pretty much uh 
went out of business and 600 bucks a month for the room and it's not a bad little deal now we like coming over there location or tomorrow in phoenix yeah right across the street from the gym so it works out good true and off the freeway too, the 101 mm. pretty easy to get right to there. i have to say i am digging the sugar show jersey that is what the the new school old school miami heat kind of design right there that you have <coughs> the yeah i'm not, i never know what the teams i just like the color schemes i just tell them what i want and uh yeah, I wanted the pink. I, I loved how they turned out. The whole merch drop, this was one of my favorites. I've liked pink for a long time. I got the Tesla wrap, the same color. I like the pink blue. The Miami the Vice jerseys. Oh, there we go. Oh, it looks it's, it's great. It's going to look sweet when it's braided. Yeah, it's gonna, Danny did it. She always, always does it. Cotton candy. Cotton candy. Cotton candy. <clears throat> no, but you do it so smart. Like, the merch drop, that's the way to do it. Mm. A lot of fighters don't do that, and you're you're the beginning stages yeah. of how to market. Dude. Which we've talked about so many times before. Yeah, people suck at marketing themselves. And that's what we were talking about, too. So many people see all the other stuff Sean's doing, like with the merch and the podcast and his own videos and stuff, and then just th they think he's not grinding in real life. But I don't train. A lot of people think I don't train. And I could see that from Instagram. If, if all you followed me was on Instagram, like, what the fuck? How do, what do you do? You don't train. But, but it's I kind of sometimes. like <laughs> with David – um, as the schmo, some people follow him and assume that's all he does. Like, mm. that's his life, and they don't kind of see the back end and the grind yeah. behind the scenes. The blessing and the curse of social media. It's like you have a picture portrayed about you in the public sphere, but it's not what's going on behind the scenes in real life. So mm -hmm. people just imagine you're always a certain way. And then when you see you in, like, on a podcast or a normal format like this or walking down the street, they're, like, shell-shocked. That's mm. who you are. Yeah, I would love to see a day in the life vlog vlog with you guys. But even fighters, like okay, you train an hour and a half in the morning, sometimes an hour, and then an hour and a half, sometimes an hour at night. But throughout those th the day, you have all that free time to build on something else. Every time I stream, people come and say, "Shouldn't you be training?" Like usually, I'll f train then go stream. Like, shouldn't you be training? Don't you have a fight coming up? Why aren't you training? I don't know if people are trying to be funny or not funny, but trying to just be like a dork. Or if they're serious. But sometimes I think they're fucking serious and they're just that stupid. There's only a few people, though, that actually show up to the gym that talk all that shit. I think of that boxing guy uh, that went in a boxing, Deontay Wilder. You know, that skinny kid? Uh, what, Charlie Z oh, Zelenoff? Zelenoff and stuff like that. I haven't seen it. There's people that talk a lot of shit online, but then when they see you in person, they're the nicest person to you. They just want a mm. reaction. Oh, yeah. But there's yeah. very few people like that Charlie Zelenoff guy that actually talk all that shit and he shows up to the gym and I think he got his ass kicked and that's on a video yeah. somewhere. And I think even someone that was talking crap to Derek Lewis a while back and yes. he showed up and got his ass kicked too. <laughs> Over at that Houston gym? Damn. Yeah. At, uh, Main Street Boxing. Crazy like delusional some men well, are. Yeah, well that some guy that was talking shit on uh, Sean and I ended up <sighs> coming into my gym and then I like, I didn't beat him up but I roughed him up a little bit. He was Ch like an older him, guy too. Choked him a little like Did longer than I should have. He didn't cry, but then after I'm like, dude, this guy's like slow or something. No, well, something he, he pretended like all of everything he was saying was fake because he was he was some financial guy trying to give us advice, which is cool. But we weren't replying to him. And he's like, fuck you, pussies talking shit. Like, I, I don't remember how the conversation went. Tim said, you can come in and train if you want. Or and uh, yeah, he was he was that was funny. Yeah. 
it was kind of it was kind of awkward. It, it was, was kind of weird. weird. I felt bad for the guy, but then after I'm like, dude, there's just something. He needed that. He really right. fucking needed that. Yeah. But I'm assuming he didn't help you guys with financial no. advice <laughs> after. He is no, like, he I don't need your back. money. I'm a billionaire. Well, well he kept messaging me like, I'm filing a lawsuit. My throat is so sore and it's not gonna go away. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was slow. I think he was just delusional. Yeah, like most men. Well, he's got he got his fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I imagine though the shit talking online is kind of ramped up in the past week with all the extracurriculars and all the stories and stuff, <laughs> which you're gonna get bombarded by over the next week. Which you know, oh, he's uh, got a new opponent and everything uh, yeah. like that. And all that, all that. Ho- I, yeah, I'm ready to hear the the. I'm, I'm not fighting a ranked opponent. It's like okay. They offered me Luis Smolko. He's not ranked. People were kind of upset with the opponent, um, but they were like, eh, whatever. He pulls out. They say, oh, you didn't pick in a ranked opponent for a replacement. It's like, I, I got offered zero. I've never been offered a ranked opponent, ever. I've never fought a ranked. I, I think Cheeto when he was 15 or something. Um, never fought a ranked. I'm not ranked. People are mad. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell people. But, uh, yeah. So how did that process come about with your new opponent? I told him it was like 12 days out or whatever. I said, I want to stay at 35. My I, I'm, my weight cut right now, my, my my diet and everything is for me to go to 135. If we can find someone to go to 135, anyone, I'm going to take it at 35. If there's zero people in the world that can make 135, I will bump up to 145. UFC sent me a list of a couple guys, Simon being one of them. Uh, that could make 35. That's what they. That's what I wanted the list. I wanted. I said, who could make 35? They sent me a list. I was like, fuck. That's a that's a pretty tough fight. Um, it's the toughest fight on the one that they offered me. I said, let's do it. Let's do Simon. Then my manager called and said he can't make 35. I was like, why? Why was he on the list? So uh, he was out. One of the guys was Nate's boy. He was six and five. I'm like, definitely can't fucking take that fight. That just looks bad. And then that uh, Chris was on on there. Nine and four. Picked him and and uh, gave him a contract. Yeah, I just don't see the point for you too of taking a fight at one forty five. Like, well, that's not against your... Simon too, who's he wants to take me down and lay on me a hundred percent. That's his game plan. If I'm, I was one hundred and forty nine pounds that that night after my workouts and stuff. It's like, why would I f- fight at one forty five right now? It's He's just... probably one sixty five. Yeah. Makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense to me, too. Like, I never understood, and we'll get to Conor McGregor, too, but, like, his return fight against Cowboy, they both fought at 170. What yeah. is 170 doing for him? He's not fighting for a belt. He's not yeah. looking to fight for a belt at 170. It's 155. At this point, for, for where you are in your career, I just don't see any point for taking a fight unless it's at 135. What does Chael say? Fight the worst guy on the highest on the highest spot on the card? I'm going to fight. I literally would get paid the same amount if I fight... Habib Saturday. Then if I fight Chris, I get paid the same amount. What am I? What do you? What do I do? Well, what are your thoughts, Tim? Yeah, uh, well, we, we, they sent us a list of five people. Like Brett Akimoto said, there's a list of bantamweights just signing up to fight them, and they sent us five people. None of those guys on Twitter were on there either, besides Simon. Yeah, so looked at those guys and we're like, well, dude, you're in shape. You've improved a lot. We went through a whole fucking fight camp so dialed in. Let's pick the guy that's going to move us up the ladder a little bit. So pick Ricky, but then he couldn't make weight. And then you got a guy like Cody Salmon, Salmon, um, one, 135er who's ranked, who's begging to fight Sean, like begging to fight him. 
it's it's crazy to me that who couldn't make 35 either yeah who couldn't make the the weight class either but it's like the, i'm 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 on this card a huge card 135 and and none of these bantamweights are going to be prepared just in case just in case this happens with covid around i think it's uh stupid on it's just stupid on their part be yeah. ready to go. Be ready to go. Yeah. But gives Chris Moutinho a, a UFC contract. Sean gifted him a contract. And so he gets to come and and, and put on a show Saturday. Which, yeah. I mean, I have a ton of respect for him for taking that fight. Just <clears throat> it, it, that. A ton of respect for him for taking the fight. But also it's a dangerous fight. Because I don't just – I don't TKO people. I don't just submit people. I, I really change people's careers. I knock people out in, in devastating fashion. So this could be the beginning of his career, could be the end of his career. So when you found out that um, Smoka had to drop out of the fight, how did you pivot training? What was the initial reaction? Like literally nothing changed. Nothing changed. Nothing yeah. Changed. Well, even with Smoka, it's like he he wasn't a specialist anywhere. He's good all around. So our training just stayed the same. Try to improve the conditioning. Uh, try to improve striking. Try to improve the ground, and just keep the the training the same. I haven't. I wasn't when they offered me Smolka. I wasn't excited in the sense that I'm like, it's a big fight. It's like a, it's a Cody. It's a Rob. It's a TJ. It's a Corey. It wasn't a big fight for me, but I can. I'm gonna say it again. I get paid. I'm a businessman that's good at fighting. I make money from fighting. I'm getting it paid the same to go beat up Smolka that I would get paid to if they offered me a higher ranked guy, which I would have accepted. But they didn't offer me that. They offered me Smolka. I work for the UFC. They offered me someone. I said. I don't even know if I could have said, no, I don't want Smolka. What do they say? All right, well, you're not fighting on this card. I don't know. So I, f- I take uh, – I wasn't super, super excited for that fight. I tra- trained, obviously. It's a fight. I get to go out there and perform. I love performing. Um, but after this fight, after this knockout, I have a call out. I have a good name. And, and they have to give me this fight. They have to. Top 15? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think beating this next guy will give me a title shot. Or, or, or the – I mean – I don't the ranking. I don't really know how the rankings work. To be honest, I don't. We know don't either. We don't either. I, yeah. I beat this guy. You know. Who knows? I think uh, like Chael said, Daniel Cormier beat Pat Cummings, who was a UFC debut, and then fought for the title right after. I mean, he had already beat good guys before, but how does that fuck? Well, it really helps too for you. It's like you have a crazy amount of popularity at this yeah. stage yeah. too, and you're young. So that always helps. But go back to the, the matchmaking process. Do they hit you up directly for opponents, or are they hitting up your management team and the management team's bringing that down to you guys? Um, yeah. For they Smolka? Sent, they, or, well, not for Smolka, for after he pulled out. They uh-huh. sent they sent a list to, to Lloyd of people that gotcha. yeah. yeah, that'll be ready to go. This is uh your first fight card share on the same McGre- on a McGregor fight card. Yeah, your first time fighting in a McGregor finally, fight card. Finally, how many times have you been booked on the Conor? Well, I think card? just Twice? the once. Oh, well, Habib versus Conor, I was supposed to fight on. I think just that once, maybe twice, maybe. Twice. But but yeah, first time on there. Have you met him yet? Never met him. Uh, What's gonna be the first thing? Be you a sweet say? pick. I just to, I don't know. Yeah, I, want, I, want, I definitely want to get a sweet pick with him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's uh. He might be intimidated by my size, so. No, well, sure. <laughs> I was gonna say the Sugar Show plans to be more popular in this sport than Conor McGregor. I think it's a let passing of the torch. <laughs> no, I think I, I don't know. I don't know what he thinks of me. What he's seen of me. He might have seen an interview where a long time ago someone asked me if I'd fight him, and I said, "Yeah, of course." It's a huge fucking payday. Um, so he might. Who knows what he thinks of me? I have no idea. He might not even know who the fuck I am. Doubt it. But 
I guess he does follow me on Twitter. It did. Um, it'll be it'll be cool to to see him though. Just how much we've learned from him. Yeah, Connor's been. Yeah, it, it will be cool. Definitely a sweet picture with him, and and hopefully uh, both get nice little KOs, a little after party. I can only imagine how big this event's going to be because this is the first time we're back here in Vegas. <sighs> Post pandemic or sold out, sold arena. out arena, T-Mobile Arena. I can only imagine just from what we've just experienced so far in Jacksonville and Houston, and obviously we had the two thousand fans in Abu Dhabi, but this is different. This is Vegas. This, be different. this is this is going to be very different. Can people from Ireland fly in? I think there's still a travel ban too. I heard the BT Sports guys saying they would be here, like Adam Catterall and stuff like that, that typically do the interviews for this, but there's some sort of UK travel ban. Oh. Dude, the weigh-ins. The oh, Wayans are gonna be nuts. So fucking excited, dude. But, so fucking excited. But they were supposed to do Wilder Fury on the twenty fourth at Allegiant Stadium, mm-hmm. but with all the massive Tyson Fury fans and everyone coming in mm-hmm. or can't come in, they ended up moving the fight to T Mobile Arena. Damn, really? they're already yeah. gonna book gonna... a fight there. So, the, but the plan is they're gonna have a SummerSlam, SummerSlam WWE, WWE in there August. in August. Yeah, Sweet. that will be the first big sporting event they have at that Damn. venue. That's outside of the NFL. That's going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be crazy for sure. Were you guys WWE fans at all? Never have been. I always I always liked like the way they talk and the way they promote things, but n- never been huge fans of it. I was a big fan for two or three years in my childhood, but when I realized it was fake, I was over it. But what I re- what really stuck out to me was how they talk on the mic, and that's yeah. where you could see guys like Uncle Chael mm. and, and even a lot of stuff that Connor does. It's like the mic skills you have to talk to the audience, to be a heel, yeah. to, to rise up, to get a rise out of the crowd. That's WWE stuff. Was it one particular moment where you're like, fuck this? <laughs> the fake stuff? Yeah. For me, it was John Cena winning every week. <laughs> I was like, because I used to be obsessed, like collecting books. Yeah. You know, it's like when they throw into the, they have like steel steps going up the chair and then they they would always have the folding chairs and they hit you guys over the head and like it would be so fake. And then I would find out they had razor blades that they would hide and they would cut their foreheads to to show real blood. Like, obviously, it's a real physical toll yeah. of being a wrestler, but just having planned victories. Like, Bill Goldberg was like 173, <laughs> you know, before he finally lost. <laughs> Some random stuff, but they're nice guys, and they're yeah. they're cute. They're big MMA fans. They they're are. athletes, yeah. too. They're they are. performers. Well, Samoa Joe, he, like, trains and stuff. Yeah. Or he used to train. So, technically, the last person in the Schmo Zone studio, we didn't do a podcast with him, was the interview we had on the couch with Samoa Joe. He's a big WWE guy. He was. They were out here in Vegas recruiting new talent. So oh, Going cool. to the MMA gyms. That's yeah. fucking pretty cool. Yeah. They were at Syndicate. They were at Extreme Couture, and they're just recruiting Could talent. Could we see Welch on the WWE? I, w- I wonder what kind of contracts those guys do, like certain events or just years. Or I, I wonder what those contracts look like. I think it depends, but when I was reading a lot of their books and stories it was like they travel like 300 days out of the year Jeez, damn. and they have to what give the rights they sign their, their rights. rights away like john cena for example every time he's in a movie vince mcmahon gets paid the Jeez. name john cena like that's a trademark uh, royalty thing that the wwe is always associated with the rock dwayne johnson for some reason he's like one of the few guys that that doesn't account for he got out of that maybe at the very beginning maybe he's the example that they they set for why they can't do that for any fighters moving forward Damn. but i know john cena for like the marine and all the movies he's in vince mcmahon gets a cut Fuck, that's wild yeah that's the, wild. the contracts dude if you don't have someone looking at those it's just 
You it, just fuck yourself real quick. It's it's crazy. No one gets paid like NBA players, though. <laughs> well, speaking, and I want to bring that up too. Your Phoenix Suns NBA Finals are tonight, dude. That the in Phoenix, right? Yeah. Uh, think, well, they're playing Milwaukee. I I, who's the higher seed? I think it's it, Phoenix. Phoenix. I think I think you're right. I think Phoenix is. Because I wonder if Game two. Seven. I wonder what day that would be if if it goes to Game Seven. Cause that'd be fucking sweet if it's after the fight. If it's like a Monday after the fight, and I can go go streaking or something. Oh, like in a week from now? There, yeah, like like game seven. Like they're they're probably only gonna get maybe two or three games in this week. They'll be they'll okay. Be, they'll be still Damn, playing after be your sweet. fight. That'll be sweet. They'll that'll still be. be, sweet. be Damn, that'll be cool. Suns champ. You've been champ. following it all. The the team in the playoffs. Uh, all, not just... really. We went. Me and my little brother went to um, when they played. Um, I don't remember. Lakers. Lakers and yeah, yeah, and uh, that was cool. That was fun. But I, if you're not uh, courtside, I'd rather watch. I mean, we were up in the, like a suite. Mm-hmm. I want to be courtside, or I don't want to go. Yeah, it's it's different. I've covered so much of the NBA summer league here in Vegas, and it's like being in a high school gym essentially. Or yeah. Thomas yeah. and Mac. It's such a low. Field. Every seat is you're close enough to the floor. But I hear you, man. Like watching that even at the club level or above it's it's mm. you'd rather watch it on tv i was so jealous though that they how they get to compete so much like for us we get to compete like when they were calling them out to for the starting lineup oh, i was like i should be out there i should be on yeah. the team i love watching devin booker the kid's Debo, such a star, yeah. star. did you play against him i played him in a game of schmell a few years oh, ago did you win no he, he smoked me <laughs> He started doing that. He does those half court shots from the paint, from the mm. logo, mm. and uh, he can make them pretty consistently. Damn. And then, yeah, he's no, he's he's nice, man. He's like a mix of like Ray Allen and Kobe Bryant, like a hybrid. He's smooth like them, but he's like an assassin like Kobe. Young too, right? Oh, he's super like, young. Super, like twenty, what? Maybe twenty three. Jesus, that's he's crazy. he's he's young because he he only had his first year. Uh, one one year one year in Kentucky and he was young. I think he ended up going to college when he was like like seventeen, eighteen years old, and uh, played there for a year. And then he didn't even start on Kentucky yet. He was still picked like with a lottery pick by the Suns. Damn. That's how good he was in college. Like that good that Kentucky team was too. The guy didn't even start. I can't believe how much money those guys make. Oh, it's crazy. Even ba- well, all those sports. Baseball. Oh, well, ba- yeah. well, what's crazy about baseball though is baseball. There's no caps to their contracts like like the yankees have like payrolls of like 250 million some teams like the a's it's probably like 70 million like the disparity between rich and poor and baseball is based on the owner in the market but what's crazy to me is there's going to be huge reckoning i feel like in baseball because a lot of those deals are inked to their television deals Mm. and the way things are going which we all know about the streaming world which you you got me thinking on twitch since our last conversation but the twitches the youtubes and everything like that these television deals are going to run out like these local fox sports yeah. regional deals and then where are they going to make that money back For i don't sure. know i think the contracts you're going to see start scaling down yeah. over time yeah it's crazy one of my buddies who's in the mlb there's there's random companies that, that I, I don't know if they're random but they come in and do deals with these prospects these kids that haven't even made it yet or haven't even big made big paydays yet but they'll give them seven hundred thousand dollars for ten percent of their money for the rest of their career so they'll give it to you boom or you can take it yearly if you want guaranteed and they don't even know if the the kid's gonna make money yet i'm like damn they're doing those kind of deals and everything huh well that makes me think the other day didn't they just announce ncaa you can make money now no way kids yeah college it changes everything yeah we'll get to that but like you know like they took away reggie bush's heisman in like 2005 because he took money to sign 
autographs that was 2005. It's like 2005 Damn, or 2006, but like they erased his records. They erased the whole season because he took money. But now these kids, what what it was is that no one's talking about too, this, the way the laws were going. The federal government was going to force these colleges, these institutions that they couldn't they couldn't not allow these kids to make money off their name and likeness and brand. So they, they kept this up to the final hour. So th if they didn't release this information and kind of do this on their own, their hand was forced. And Damn. then the, the law was going to make them do it anyways, where the athletes can monetize off their name. Man, so that's crazy. You couldn't in the first place. It's, it's fucking sold stupid. out stadium. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's and crazy. Then if, and then if a company like Nike or something comes to you and says, hey, we want to do a deal. Nope. No taking money. Well, no, you couldn't. Not in college. Um, uh, if you did that in college, you you screw away your eligibility. Damn. Like you have to go pro or anything. But what's going to be so nuts now too? It's like an open shark vested waters. Like everyone knows, like the big school programs, the Kentuckys, uh, Wildcats, the you know for and then like I don't want North Carolina, the Syracuses, the big powerhouses for basketball, football. They pay their athletes. They 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 have boosters that mm. that get them into recruits. Now this shit's gonna be completely muddied and dirty. People are gonna go after high school kids. You're gonna start seeing now. Mm. This shit's gonna get wild. This is yeah. gonna be the wild wild west. Like I saw, like Barstool Sports is gonna start sponsoring athletes now and stuff. Fuck. Good for them. Good for them. Seriously, because how many college athletes like? Okay, can't make money through all through college. First year in the pros, they get fucking fucked up because they've been training their That's whole true. life. But some college athletes might be able to make some money before. Oh, for sure, it's it's gonna be awesome. Not yeah. like UFC money though, but <laughs> yeah, ten to ten. But it's I think it's gonna be good for the whole sports ecosystem too because that could translate as as MMA gets popular, like that could translate to prospects too. I don't know how it will look, but I just think it helps the whole, elevate the whole ecosystem. How long is the Venom deal with the UFC? Do you guys know? How many years? Um, two? Is it two or was it only two? I can't imagine it being greater I than think, five. Yeah. Don't I don't know for sure on yeah. that. That's a great question. Dang. We were actually sitting in there though. For what? Their press conference. Oh yeah, we were sitting in that press conference. Yeah. <laughs> it was boring. It went, it went, it went uh, above us. Yeah. yeah, you know they they've done a lot of press conferences too. Like they've they've done a CBD press conference, but I'm not sure. UFC the, or the UFC. Oh. I'm not sure where they stand on CBD now. Where That's do you guys true. stand on CBD? I think it's yeah. been in the it's been big in the market for a couple of years now. Where do you guys stand on CBD? There's just CBD? so many companies. Yeah. It's just fucking hard to say. I'm sure there's the good quality shit that works and then there's the shit that's just let's get it out as fast as we can that probably sucks just probably like similar to food well i think there's like probably a couple big distributors that everyone goes through and just puts their own labels on that's it true. yeah so it's like yeah who knows what's in all this shit and it's like, yeah but fuck it if someone gives me cbd i'll, I'll take it well i know you guys are marijuana advocates you know, did you hear about Shakari? That makes me sad. Richardson and then being suspended 30 days, she can't compete. So she can't compete in the Olympics. Um, right? I believe her suspension will be over in time for the relay, but not her individual race. Stuck. But what do you is it because it's in Tokyo or is it because it's just the Olympics in general? The Olympic Olympics rule. in general, yeah. Who the fuck de decides that? Dude, some countries, they're crazy about Well, not it, even the like, country, just the Olympics in general. Who decides like, that? Like, marijuana is being treated as a performance-enhancing drug. Like, Dude, it's being treated as a steroid. not. And caffeine's not. Right. Yeah. Caffeine That's is... That's a good point. And, or and, having a wiener and then competing in the female yeah, division. Yeah, there's that lady. Cancel. That, but that shit, that shit drives me the most more it than does. anything like that, too. Like, someone who just... 
is born with like if you're a, if you're born a male you naturally have denser bones, stronger testosterone, all that kind of shit. So then 20, 25 years into your life, you want to change that and then compete like that. That is a performance enhancing thing to have, not marijuana. That It's so ass Was it caffeine banned in, in the Olympics at some point early on? Probably think, certain levels I think, of it, yeah. I bet. Yeah. Like That's too crazy. much. But I wonder where, where the... Uh, where the line's gonna come? Because there's gonna be a lot of males be like, damn, I, I could be Olympic gold medalist now. I well, can go wrestle and box. <laughs> Rogan was crazy. saying, got to put a wig on. On uh, the Tim Dillon pod, or when they were talking that uh, people are gonna start um, identifying as different races. So I might be black what? someday. Yeah, what? yeah, I would listen to that podcast How too. How do you do that? Just, cool. I just did. <laughs> I'm, Identifies black. It's official. <laughs> there, basically, the whole argument is a couple of years from now, you know how you can identify yourself as trans or a woman or however you want to identify undefeated. your gender. Undefeated. Uh, you can, uh, <laughs> I love that reference. You can identify yourself as if I want to be, um, if I want to be Chinese, I could identify myself as Chinese. That's crazy. Yeah. Like there will be ways <laughs> to do that. That podcast is pretty funny. Tim Dillon's funny, huh? Oh, he's great. I love him. I love him. I would like to uh, talk to someone though that is for it for it being in the olympics transgender being in the olympics or whatever well aren't they for it now the olympics yeah with transgenders well there is it is it happening right it's happening yeah that that one weightlifting girl yeah yeah and weightlifting too <laughs> that's crazy I bet you'd feel good though if you won that. get some serious records yeah it's 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 just there's got to be its own category for it laurel hubbard yeah yeah I heard that. what would you that, go in for um, I'd probably do. I feel like I could. Nah, let's boxing. Go. Boxing would be good. Wrestling. Um, Those no. wrestlers are toss. Yeah, fucking wrestlers toss my ass. <laughs> are they ever gonna have MMA in the Olympics? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> probably pay you more. Shit. I feel like Dana has to get involved in that. Like he's he's like the most one of the most prominent names. Like if Dana White gets behind it, yeah, and that would be cool. Yeah. That would actually be pretty fucking. That's the way Paris. to push it. More, they can't pay you. I was kidding. Oh. Well, but, oh yeah, they can't because you're professional, huh? Well, and also it would take away from UFC fighters. There's no off season for you guys mm. too, and if you're competing in the Olympics, you're not competing in the octagon. Boom. Yeah. So Dana's probably not. Yeah. So it's that. kind of like a, uh, but although the majority of the fighters would be UFC fighters, I imagine. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Then you could finally see some like super fights versus some PFL Bellator guys. Exactly. That's yeah. the that's the way to do it. That's how you get the fights from the different promotions, the ones, the PFLs, the Bellators. Is by the Olympics. Who you got, Connor Dustin? If it, my my stance is this: it's if Connor's going to win this fight, he's got to win this fight in the first round. He's mm. going to do it in knockout fashion. <laughs> the longer the fight goes, it favors Dustin. I think Dustin's cardio is fantastic. He's so well rounded. Um, it's going to be a much different Connor. I think he definitely adjusts. Um, but uh, I don't know what he technically did to differently. Like I don't think he switched up his training partners or his camp or say, I don't know exactly. We'll find out this week. Well, he had to have switched his stance. That was the number 100%. one. hundred yeah. percent. That was the one thing. But it, I mean, those calf kicks are tricky. You either back out or you, or you, you kind of stuff it, counter it with the, with, with your own one, two or whatever. But yeah, I'm curious to, cause he's not, he, he's not, he can't go orthodox. He can't fight orthodox. He can't go out there and compete with Dustin if he uses orthodox. His defense is not the same. He's just not the same athlete. I think what's really big, too, for Connor, he's not thinking about boxing this fight. Mm -hmm. I think you had the potential fight with Pacquiao in the back of his mind when he went out and fought Dustin the second time. He hands look sharp. Hands look sharp. He's fantastic. It's the best version of him, but it's also the best version of Dustin, too. Mm -hmm. And I saw he's not bring his kids. 
this trip. The whole camp. Yes. He's been catered to himself. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. That's huge. I, I think mean, yeah. that's huge. You're going to see the best version of both of these guys. You truly are. Well, because if you're in Connor's shoes, don't you feel like you have the most pressure? Because Connor's you want to prove, prove yourself. Yeah, but if Connor loses this fight, the trilogy with uh, Nate Diaz is right there always. Nate's there, yeah. yeah. If Connor wins this fight, he could be champ. He gets Charles Oliveira. He yeah. gets Charles Oliveira if he wins this fight, he probably be before again. the end of the year. Maybe it's in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, Jeez. Charles Oliveira is going to be here. Uh, but yeah, if Connor wins this fight. fight, he'll be there at the fight. Yeah, obviously. he'll be there at the fight. Winner of this gets title, right? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, but it's interesting too because we've been waiting on what's going to happen with Justin Gaethje. Like, is Gaethje oh, going to fight true. Michael Chandler? Like, I think that's a great match. Is Gaethje kind of wanting just the title, or is he going to give a fuck? I think Gaethje realizes that it's hard to fight right directly for a title coming off a loss. Even if it's against Khabib, um, oh, that's he right. needs to have a victory to have a title fight. That makes sense. He's and Connor he, Dustin's going on, yeah. Yeah. He he's he respects the sport so much. Like, he gets it. Well, he, what do you think about it? I think Connor's got such good eyes and such good range like you. I think he's going to have an answer for answer for the kicks because it's not like Dustin like hides them super super well. But I would not be surprised if, at all if Connor came come out and pieces him up, fucking just pieces him up. But God, it's hard to vote against Dustin because he's such a genuinely good guy. You can just tell. So if either of them win, it's cool. But I feel like Connor might come out and just look really good. And even though sometimes. Like when I interviewed a couple of the fighters and asked for their opinion, and they would say the amount of money that he's made, it's like a very comfortable position. But do you think it's the competitor in him that still like wants to win these fights and wants to win that title again? I feel like it probably goes off and on. Right now, I feel like he's he's a competitor. He wants to win. Yeah, and it's not like, okay, he doesn't he wants to win for sure he doesn't need to prove he's tough everyone knows he's tough he's got tons of money but when you wake up every day and you don't have a goal it's like fuck god buying these things it's like brings me a little bit of happiness but then it's empty again but then having that goal and having that purpose to wake up and train and that hunger that's the that's the hard thing to probably just get away get away from after doing it for so many years yeah, and still being the healthy, hundred percent. Yeah, and that if any media member, I guess, has listened to this podcast, the schmo was planning to ask him on Thursday, <laughs> uh, basically where the level of importance of this fight stacks up against the other fights in his career, just to kind of see where his hunger and where his drive is, like the motivation that he has for this fight. Like, does he have a lot more to lose in this fight than he did in, let's say, the the Aldo fight, or where things kind of measure up, or the Eddie Alvarez fight where he became the first. Two, two division champs simultaneously in, in, in the history of the, the UFC. So it, it's, it, it'd be interesting to see where he's at psyche. But what I would say, the last thing on it, if I'm Dustin, you know how like Connor tweets, you know, first one to, uh, shoots, a to shoots a bitch or is a dusty bitch. Like, you can't let that get into his head. Like that's part of Dustin's key to success is the takedown. Can Connor defend the takedown? Because if this is an all around mixed martial arts fight, I think it benefits Dustin. But this thing stays standing the sharpness of Connor striking will be too crisp. Yeah, and I think that first fight too, Connor came out and expected a boxing match. Mm-hmm. The way he was standing, the way he was moving, you could tell when Dustin took took him down that first time, it was totally unexpected. But like, he got back shit. up. Yeah, and he got back up. It's not like Connor can't grapple, but I think it's going to be a lot harder this time to take Connor down. He's going to be prepared for it. But I just I just want to see as a fan like Connor keep going, keep going, keep going because you know if he loses this and then maybe loses one more, we might not ever see him again. So Hopefully. Well, what about him going into uh, that rematch with Dustin and him being the quote nice guy? 
and then this time kind of having that old persona back. Well, I felt like when he beat Cowboy and he was that nice guy, he's like, oh, that shit worked. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna right. to go with that again. And they almost forced it against Dustin rather than against Cowboy. It was, looked genuine. It looked, wow. And then against Dustin, it was almost like forced, I felt like, maybe a little bit. But you guys can attest to this, but the balls he's got to have, though, to, he gets knocked at finish for the first time, really, like TKO'd for mm-hmm. the first time in his career, and then to come back in five, six months later, no tune-up fight, no no one, the next opponent you fight is the guy who just TKO'd you, and it's not phasing him. Like, you got to think somewhere maybe deep down, and maybe he's just getting rid of that thought, thought altogether, but he had to at some point think about that. I think he truly believes it. He can beat Dustin, and it was his. Stand, it was it was his game plan, a, a tactical a strategy too, going yeah. into the fight. Uh, that that's what I think too. I think he looks at it as like I fucking I was piecing him up, and I didn't check a kick. I didn't have an answer for the kick. And I think yeah, that's where he's gonna come in. And well, he also said it. he never really been calf kicked before, which is crazy. Yeah, well, the, who who, who, who in his fights with? that were smacking his legs in his previous fights yeah no one, i can't no. think of any like specific example of someone who really went after his like because also he's has a lot of first round finishes yeah. too yeah. um the other big fight the co-main event too mm. which i'm really excited Me for fucking too. gilbert burns against uh wonder boy like karate versus jiu-jitsu at its finest and i know wonder boy um you know one of his big opponents throughout the years raymond daniels of bellator that's the person who Gilbert brought to Sanford MMA as his training partner for the karate stance and everything like that. But this is a huge fight because Wonder Boy is that one guy who's ranked in that top five, top six of that division that hasn't fought Usman. And Gilbert's coming off that loss to Us- Usman. And, like, will Gilbert lose two in a row? Will Wonder Boy get this fight? Like, what fascinates me is Dana said that Kobe's next for the title shot, right? But it hasn't been announced yet. And it hasn't been announced yet, and we have this fight here. If Wonder Boy wins this fight in spectacular fashion, I can easily see him fighting for Usman for the title next yeah. because of that. I wonder who Usman would rather fight. Thompson's such a fucking dude, tough especially fight, in the dude. big cage. The way he moves around in the big cage, it's a way different fight than it is at the apex for Gilbert. I think he'd be a nightmare to fight Stephen mm-hmm. Thompson. Yeah, and Stephen Thompson fought his good friend and who's huge Vicente, Vicente Luque. Luque like th- that was in Madison Square Garden and that was a crazy fight and I mean Gilbert had a front row seat because he was cornering yeah. him in that fight uh, I think Thompson takes it fights Usman takes Usman well because he's 38 right he's, yeah he is honestly I think a probably one of the most difficult matchups for Usman like Usman gets through Wonder Boy like that's crazy legacy Usman's shit that's top pound for pound right now Got yeah, him. yeah, he is Definitely. for sure, for sure. Is but he actually though? Well, I think it depends on John Jones. I think they oh. still may have him first. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not. A, uh, he beats Wonder Boy and or Kobe, one of the two. Like, I easily make an argument. Well, Usman's better, greatest welterweight of all time, surpassing GSP. Yeah, I think so. If, the level he's beat. But if Usman does fight Wonder Boy, if say Wonder Boy beats Burns in an impressive fashion, then Usman's like, okay, I want to fight Wonder Boy. Where does Colby stand? Leon Edwards. Colby will or, or didn't Jorge Masvidal say he wants yeah. to fight yeah. him or Nick Diaz? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Masvidal fight's great. Well, actually, when we had Jake Shields on, he was like, he'd want to see Nick fight Jorge. That's great too, dude. I'd watch. That would be such a huge fight. That would. I feel like that, that would, would sell so many pay per views. Dude, yeah. return fight. But yeah, but I, I'm not mad with Kobe fighting Usman too. The whole I division, think that's of course great. I like, not. I like how it's playing out. 
It's good. Except it's for Usman's running out of guys to. Yeah. Thompson's got to be next. Got to win, but he's got to beat fucking Burns. Thompson or Kobe, but it, uh, yeah, yeah, Thompson's got to win in a certain way. If he wins that, I could definitely see them doing that. Has Usman ever hinted at going up? No, yeah, he, he did. It was if, if Marvin would have beat yeah. him, uh, beat Adesanya, then he would have fought Marvin one eighty five. God, that's cool. a big jump. Fifteen pounds is a big it's jump. Fuck yeah, it is. But I remember when Connor was saying he'd fight Usman at one seventy. <laughs> God, it's not. Oh no. It's not happening. It's not a good idea. <laughs> but I, I thought, I thought, you know, that was a topic of conversation at one point. I don't think it really was. Like, I don't, would Connor really go up to one seventy and fight Usman? Does he not see what I see? Yeah, I don't think he would. Fight Usman. I don't think he would at this point. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Usman's wh- huge. Huge. And he's. F- what are you going to do to him? Well, yeah, if he had smart people from. If he had a smart team from the outside, like, let's look at this from the outside. Of course, Connor's going to say, I can beat anyone. And he fucking could touch anyone on the chin, but you got to think about think Dude, about Usman's it. jab. Yeah. Fuck, I know, dude. What do you guys make of the interim heavyweight title situation that yeah. they're going to have now in Houston? Two sixty-five. Derek Lewis and gone. I think if D. Lewis wasn't such a huge superstar in Houston, in in, in Texas, it probably wouldn't be. But I poor don't know. Francis, poor Francis didn't even get a chance. Because how many months ago was that? In March. In March. Three, my fight. Or yeah, it was three yeah. and a half it months ago. But like, he's not being stripped. It'd be poor Francis, really, if he was stripped. Yeah, like, true. So it's not like he's lost it. I could see so it as, as a respect n- thing. It's a number one contender fight. But it's an interim fight. I don't get did, it. it. Did he come out with his reasoning why he didn't want to fight Derek in Houston? Because um, one of his coaches close to me th- a month ago was like, yep, it's happening in Houston. Francis versus Derek. It's happening a while in ago. In August. Yeah. And then, it's, a lot of this is all business reasons. I think um, one is Francis wanted to fight September 25th. That was the date that they were targeting. He just came back from a trip in Dubai, I think they were. They were back in the Middle East. They were doing some stuff. It has been three months. I guess September would be six months, So, which Damn. is normal. Like two fights, two to three fights a year is normal, I guess, for the most part. Um, but yet they targeted Houston. I'll just say this, like, the greatest female of all time is Amanda Nunes, but just having Amanda Nunes against Juliana Pena yeah. without another belt and everything isn't going to really carry the pay-per-view numbers. You got you got Derek Lewis in his home city in Houston. That's going to sell out. It's a pay-per-view. There's a title. There's there's a second title on the line in that fight card. That's yeah. going to sell numbers and drive more stuff for the pay-per-view. But it'd be weird though too that his first title defense, Francis Ngannou, is in the hometown of the opponent that you're defending first and Derek Lewis. Well, don't you think it'd be kind of weird for, for him to defend first in, in Houston? Yeah, definitely weird, but UFC doesn't care. No. Right. That's why I, I wonder funny. if Francis saw like how much Jake Paul and how much of these boxers are making. And I wonder if he's like trying Didn't to negotiate. Did he tweet that? Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. So I wonder if that had something to do with the fight not happening And in then August. John Jones. But I think Francis is coming to an end of his contract. So like he him fight fighting again, I, I could be wrong on this, but I think he's got like what, one more fight left on his contract or something where he's going to be able to negotiate up to so it's all more leverage but if you're Derek Lewis or gone like it's only going to add so the next time Francis fights he's going to get paid the same whether he's fighting Derek Lewis or Francis or, or Cyril gone the other thing though I thought too is if these two guys fight when will the winner be ready to fight Francis does Francis wait on the sidelines or do you give Stipe Miocic the trilogy yeah. fight? Because it doesn't seem like John Jones is coming back. So if you give Stipe that trilogy fight, is that do you strip whoever wins that of the interim belt? No, the winner of the interim belt fights the winner of Francis and Stipe. So there's two champs currently. Like, oh, yes. Yes. yes, to unify the belts. Ever? 
I don't know if it's what has that happened the heavyweight division where the interim title uh, intern champ doesn't fight the champ while the champ fights someone else well didn't like Kobe Covington have the interim uh, they stripped him though didn't they and he yeah. just kept saying they didn't yeah right? yeah yeah, that's, that's uh, I wonder a, how many pay-per-views this this bad boy is going to do. Yeah, is your pay- I think this is going to be one of the biggest ones ever. Everyone, dude, yeah, this is something that definitely. everyone gets wrong. They're like, oh, you're going to get paid. You're going to get paid. Dude, no one on the main card is getting paid except for Connor and Dustin. No mm. one else. On no the pay-per-view points. Nothing? Anybody else on the Interesting. Card. Not Gilbert, not Steven Thompson. I mean, you could ask them, but I guarantee – well, I won't say that. 99% sure that no one else is getting paid other than them. I don't even know if Dustin got paid from their last fight when he was pay-per-view. I think Connor did in the contract, but I don't know if Dustin did. Now I, he will. Well, Dustin, I think I heard him say, well, he's making two or three times more fighting Connor than he would if he was yeah. fighting Oliveira for the yeah, title. that's yeah. why he chose Because he's going trilogy. to get pay-per-view now. Yeah. Because last fight when they fought for that, um, it wasn't a title fight. I, Connor probably got pay-per-view. Dustin didn't. Now they're... People are like, always think I'm going to get paid more than on my Connor card. Well, Connor's Connor's the only guy who can headline a pay per view card without any belts on the line. Yeah, and I'm I, getting there. Yeah, I mean, getting there. That that's goals right there. I mean, yeah. for the Mosfidal BMF, the BMF belt was on the line with Diaz. Didn't need to be though. Didn't need think. to be, but they still put a belt on. Nick the line, Jorge right? could could headline. Yeah, for sure. Nick Jorge. But you got to put the BMF belt if they're if there's do they got it. He's the only one you can put that belt on the line because it's yeah. still the bloodline of Diaz. <laughs> that's yeah, true. that's true. The original BMF. That's well, the Usman fight. Usman all knocked him out. Doesn't get the belt. But God. I was so surprised though that they did the interim belt for. Yeah, you took my question. All right, go for it. Go for it. Go <laughs> no, for it. No, I want to ask you your thoughts. Do you think that in the bantamweight division they should have had an interim title? I mean, if they're gonna do that for the heavyweight, you gotta have Corey versus TJ interim title right now. That's Why what not? you think should be. Well, it's I just I don't know if you give TJ that shot. He literally got caught shoving needles in his asshole. And fucking so get the title shot after. Yeah, I don't think I don't, it'd be fair. I don't think I, I don't I don't like that either, to be honest. But did think, you guys watch that Chronicles of TJ, of him, the coming uh, out, coming out and talking about the whole thing that the it's thing that U, UFC came out with was, was that UFC? recent? Yeah, br- Are you sure? it was UFC? pretty much brand new. Yeah, it was UFC. No, I only saw when. He, Around the time he was caught, he went out on a YouTube. Maybe it's his YouTube channel, yeah, or YouTube channel, too. and he did like I a think long he did it on the thing. Too. I didn't see anything else. Chron- Chronicles of something, but yeah, Jeff Nowinski was in it, and he sat sat there and talked about it and talked about the cut to twenty five. And dude, it's Jr. fight. It wasn't UFC. Chron- UFC Chronicles TJ coming out or coming clean. Hundred fourteen thousand views. Jr. fight. Oh damn! I didn't think it was the UFC. Yeah, yeah, I was I was gonna be surprised if the UFC came out no, with UFC that. But. That sucks. I, you gotta. I wonder where his head's at going to that fight. That fight's a couple weeks away. Yeah, I've, that's I've, a good I, fight. I clean this kid up quick. I'm gonna stay ready. I'm gonna be ready. You'll if be ready. Happens. What? What? The only thing that or really I'll be bugs out, me is that <laughs> fight is the same night as Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury the trilogy fight. They're gonna be competing. Damn. I think they'll be at different times. I think that because boxing they both always Vegas, both Vegas. That'll be Apex though. Uh, yeah, so yeah. so this will be at Apex, and that one will be at T-Mobile. And Damn. that's July 24th. We got, we got double that. duty that week, Helen. We'll be, I know. We'll be, oh God, it's either I stay prepared or I 
come to party. One of the two. <laughs> Both good options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have those two options. Yeah. That's how we make that work. No, uh, well, that that will be the podcast then if you come in that week. We'll or, uh, oh, yeah, we'll get Stony Baloney. We'll get Stony Baloney in the Schmozone room. Yeah, I, I, for everyone watching, I did screw up. I told you guys before we start, we're supposed to have the three camera angle, but I ran out the door. You guys landed on your private jet early, and I forgot the third camera. Next How do you guys pick your guests? Do you just pick them a couple days before or just who decides? You guys just kind of talk amongst yourselves? We talk amongst ourselves, but honestly, this thing, because there's no internet, it's basically driven in person. I feel like if we did this with you guys over Zoom, it wouldn't be the same podcast. Right. We could sit across from the table and so just, just hang up. So you just find people that are in Vegas. In Vegas and, and whatnot. We just had uh, Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder on, mm. the Mr. Olympia, pretty yeah. recently. We had Stitch Duran, mm. OG Cutman on here pretty recently. Jake Shields. Jake Shields came in. So it just – it just and Jake Shields came on right after the, the Diaz fight, right after 263. It's just timing based off of the guests and stuff like that. We might double up uh, the podcast this week because – Everybody's in town for yeah, might as well. for two sixty four two sixty four. This is two sixty four. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, that's nice. I'm I'm excited, man. So what's the plan now? So you come from here, uh, you get tested, and then are you in a bubble? Quarantined. What's the, is it a <coughs> same thing? same same uh, protocol as it was last last fight? Quarantined. Um, today we, we we can't leave until tomorrow until our our test comes back, and then it's shuttles to PI. That's it. We go to the PI. Um, I think we can go to Whole Foods, but we'll probably just order order online. Um, but yeah, just cutting weight, water loading right now. Um, cut weight. Basically. I, I heard the UFC bought that hotel we're staying in. I wouldn't be surprised. But the UFC, I know Dana has plans to build their own hotel. You know, they got they have the land and stuff like that to make everything self sufficient, and that's the way to be. In well, dude, they used to they used to if me, Tim, Brandon, and Tankino were coming down for a fight, and we in Phoenix, and we're staying in Vegas, we'd get one room. They'd give us one room. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'd I'd buy another room for Tank and Brandon, but they need to buy. They're so stingy. They the need females to build get too. A, the females get too. They need to build a hotel or the one that we're staying. It's fucking sweet. It's a me, Tim and I get a suite. You walk in, there's the kitchen, and there's the two rooms on the sides, and Brandon taking you too. That setup right there is perfect. Yeah, they think, keep that. Perfect. I think you guys are the only ones, the fighters and UFC personnel are the only ones at the hotel still. Yeah. They've had that since the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, the sign that says it's closed to the public. They have closed security the yeah. all 24-7 watching. Yeah. yeah. Like two different suites and then your own suite for your workout room. Yeah. The way they have it set up right now is fucking perfect. Yeah. It's and then bad. when you want to go to the PI, though, do you have to, like, schedule times yeah, in advance and stuff? Do. Yeah, that's why we stopped driving. I used to drive down every Vegas fight, but now yeah, we can't. We fight. can't take our own cars anywhere. So, I just, uh-huh. which, dude, I'll probably never fly here or drive here normal again. Well, is Moving Danny and Elena coming? Uh, they're gonna come to the fight. Yep, Danny and Elena's coming. Tim's girl from Rise coming, um, but they'll have to stay at the other hotel and everything until the until after. Then after party time, you got the after party. I saw that all locked up. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna go with the flow. I'm not getting paid to be anywhere so we'll show up wherever i feel need 100%. steve aoki is a big fan of you it'd be cool to go check out his house have you steve seen his aoki mtv cribs out. or his well cribs? I, I think there's be a lot I, I, marshmallow i think is performing yeah I, I heard beebs might pop up somewhere i think there's gonna be a lot of celebrities i'm hoping six nine shows up i'm trying to hang out with him that'd Dude. be crazy yeah I, if I, me and six get a pick break the internet 100 percent. should nine seriously yeah, that I think one you'll have and better your hair. pick with Connor. God, yes. me, Connor, and six. 
taking over the rap. I just want to know what the the the, the conversation's gonna be like, man. With that's, Connor? Yeah, that's that's what I'm so curious about. Yeah, I don't you know. gotta say you're just been a fan for a long time. Because how many fights? Been a fan. Probably for been three, a, four fights. Literally right before we walked to the arena, watch some of his fights. Watch the way he walks out. Watch the way he composes yeah, himself I've in the cage. Like, a lot of, I've, I've a lot of people are like you're trying to copy Connor and stuff. It's just so fucking stupid. But I have learned a lot from. Connor. Are you bad to learn from people that you want to emulate your life around in a sense or like, career yeah I, or career I've, I've yeah i've learned f- a lot from connor how he handles pressure i think i naturally was i did a lot of those things good but but he definitely helped me improve in in those areas mm-hmm. for Punch, sure punching some old well, guys I, in your piss yeah i remember <laughs> after that david nuzo knockout like the re the, re- the reason i kind of learned kind of like the spin this way spin the opposite way is, is i seen connor do it but he did it different he did like a a teep and then a spun the other way or a kick and then a spinning body kick but it was like that got in my mind I was like oh that's fucking sweet and then I would go out there and knock out David Nuzo with a right head kick to a spinning back kick like that was from watching Connor uh, I remember I messaged him on Twitter or Instagram or something that night I'm like dude I, I learned that from you I was like 21 years old uh, and never messaged me back but <laughs> yeah I learned a lot from him yeah I think it I, I, what fight was it was it him versus Dennis Seaver where he said he wanted he head kicked him and he said he wanted to spin the other way and then we went to the UFC gym we were drilling it on the pad and then that fight in the LFA kind of what blue sugar boom happened that might happen this fight too dude you're you're, I want to do something that's never been done your knockouts are fantastic just the way you walk what makes it too is obviously the way you finish it but then your reaction to finishing Mm -hmm. the fights like whether you're dunking and stuff like that or whatever I like the the Eddie one was cool dip hit him just completely calm dipped the, the Almeida one was cool. The little, I might have to do that for the Suns. Give them some love. Well, has there ever been a bantamweight that touches someone one shot and walks away? Like a lot of one-hitters like Mark Hunt, but a bantamweight? Well, I mean, bantamweight, you know, I, I, don't, I mean, I could think of just like flashes of periods. Like there was a time where like Marlon Marais, his his fucking kicks, like those head kicks. And, and Cody like that. Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt. kind of launches some overhands, yeah. yeah. Name three people he's knocked out. Colt. Well, Almeida, yeah. Sun Tao, Sun Tao. Yeah. That was yeah. more recent. KOs. Otherwise, other than that, I'm not sure. But no, I would say already from your resume, like the amount, like your your people are associating your name with the knockouts and with the finishes too. Like KO you're King. doing a good job. You're gonna do good job marketing what you got yeah, already going on. You're a great businessman. Yeah, and I think it's hard for people too. People don't realize like when you're in 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 the cage in the UFC, your win bonus is on the line. There's a lot on the line. When you hurt someone, there's a lot of like ah, angst that goes into someone. But Sean's really good at hurting people and staying very calm and calculated. Huge mistake, massive mistake. It's, it's huge mistake. It's like you smell blood, but you don't overreact. Yeah. You react the way you need to react to get the job done. Who's and, commentating these fights? Rogan, obviously. Rogan, Anik, and DC. Oh God. Oh, and uh, she just she just told this to me too. We're gonna have uh, Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith here from ESPN too. On the pod or at the fights? Oh, at the fights. Damn, that's I gonna I be good. I don't know how that would go down having <laughs> those guys on the pod. I don't oh. know. But the, the, that'd be sweet though at the fights. That'd be cool. It'd be he, interesting. They're just going to watch. I think they're they're, they're the analysts. Uh, analysts. Yeah. Oh God, Stephen Smith. Yeah. Oh, they're uh, the analysts. Uh, did you see his boxing video? That uh, one. Time? Who did? Yeah, I did. Who didn't? I want to hear him talk about because when it goes to the ground, he'll. 
he, he's not afraid to say what he's thinking. Yeah. That'll be pure comedy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'll no, I would love to see the get Stephen up. A. Why Smith and Sugar, Sugar Sean O'Malley interview. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Did you I'm sure it'll happen. That. Yeah. It'll happen. I'm sure it will, too. I'm sure ESPN will have that sign up. But I, I do love how uh, the card is strategically set up. You know, the I love the fight that's leading into your fight for, to open up mm, the pay-per-view Carlos. card. Carlos Connett, Max Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. I know Max wanted a big name. Big name Carlos OG in the sport. Oh, mm-hmm. That will be a fun fight. I wish they would have yeah. put Michael Perhera and Nico on the main card. Oh, that's oh, that's be a, a fun. Great that's right fight. there too. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Oh I don't really fight. watch any fights before my fight, but uh, it'll be nice because I fight and then it's like forty-five minutes fucking interviews hour whatever. Yeah. So I'll, those two fights right before Gilbert and Steven, I I won't be able to watch, but. But um, I imagine you're gonna stay there through the end. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Probably be in the green room. Start taking snacking. shots early. Take a shot really, yeah. I thought sure. she, and having you. all the fans back. And oh God, I might just fucking win and start running around the stadium, around the arena. Yeah. Gosh, we're so close now. Can't believe it though that T-Mobile's fucking back. It's fucking. How back. many months ago were we like? Is it? Ever I fought. I was back? the one. Exactly. I was the last. You one were there. there. It was uh, Izzy and Yoel notice. Romero. Yeah, I UFC remember that was the last time we had two, a media day. Two forty eight. USC, like a legit old school media day, where we could go up Are to we you doing guys that and now? No, it's still you know at, the, plus, at the apex. At the apex, sit in the chair though. Yeah, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean it could be worse, but could be worse. But that's why we're glad we have you here. Uh, the only thing, last thing I wanted to say from a housekeeping standpoint, you guys will be busy on Friday. The ceremonial weigh-ins after you weigh in, I'm doing the first inaugural schmo hour. So you're going to walk six minutes from T-Mobile over to the Hard Rock Cafe right on the strip. It's going to be an open bar. I know they texted me, Hard Rock, they're going to serve proper 12, and we're going to have a schmo hour meet oh, and greet. Damn. Open Fuck. bar. Yeah. Get That's black. I'm, I'm there. 5 to 6.30 p.m. Dude, you guys have been at it for a minute, and it's starting to yeah, all pay off. It's fucking awesome. We're trying. We're trying. I'm going to bring a ton of merch, sign it if people Dude, want that, yeah. do a lot of photos, Polaroid photos. Uh, Those are dope. 5 to 6.30 p.m. I bet that shit will be popping, dude. That shit will be I'm hoping be so, oh, man. Putting the yeah, reputation sure. on the line. Hopefully, <laughs> hey, please show up. We'll put a link in, in the description. Yeah. I know we sold tickets, but, uh, you know, the schmore the merrier. Yeah, 100%. Uh, any final thoughts for you guys? We really appreciate you guys coming on. I know you're going to be locked up in a room for the remainder of the day. I brought my Call of Duty, so I'll be good. Do you lock me in that bitch till next month, and I'll be Did good. you guys do? Have you been uh, watching Twitch at all and seeing what goes on on there? I've been watching how you're doing it a little bit ever since we had that conversation. I'm going to set Dude, it up. Dude, any questions you have? I've been streaming for 40 months now. It's, I've been on the grind. You're fucking killing it. Like, but I was. T- I think you were in the bathroom. I was showing Tim. So that whole area out there that we're going to build a stage. We'll have a different set. Mm-hmm. Where I could do like schmo stuff, Helen will do her stuff, but I'd like to stream from there. Yeah, different sets are sweet. Cause we have Timbo Sugar Show, then I have one at my house, and then yeah, they're fucking different sets are fun to make. Oh, uh, real quick now that I remember, I saw like Lauren Murphy because she trained at your house yeah. uh, during the fight. She posted like the O'Malley residence, yeah. like it was like a location on Instagram. Oh shit! But it wasn't though. It wasn't oh. your house because I went. Hey, did he? How did you do that? <laughs> I want to put the. It, yeah. How do you put she on just the made O'Malley? That up. The Schmelz. I think someone had a really uh, had an O'Malley residence. It could have been somewhere in Ireland oh, for all I know. Oh fuck, that's funny. Yeah, yeah good yeah. for her. She got the dub. Well, she, O'Malley, McGregor, you got some sort of. I know uh, people. Well, I talked about this on my little my little show the other the Bromalley show, and uh, people hate that I'm Irish and that I like talk like I'm Irish and I because I like the Irish friend. I wear the green shorts. It's like fuck, it's not my fault, guys. I'm so like <laughs> they hate it. They hate. It. I'm like you're trying to steal the Irish fans. I'm like, well, I'm fucking Irish, not like the super. I'm not fucking Connor Irish, but I'm Irish. Yeah, I mean, you don't have the hair like Paul Felder, but Felder's name and O'Malley, O'Malley's like a traditional name. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, but I think 
dude, I'm pumped to open up that fucking card. Yeah. I think I'm going to have a lot of. The UFC did it right. They're not stupid. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They know what they're doing. For sure. Episode 68 of the Schmozone podcast. Almost 69. Damn it. Oh, we were one away. Damn it. Well, let's just fucking skip 68. We could pretend it's 69. We, pretend it's 69. <laughs> <laughs> we are out. <laughs>